The Washington Wizards once again take care of the best team in the Western Conference, the Utah Jazz. They walk into Utah and they defeat the Utah Jazz 125 to 121 off the backs of a Russell Westbrook efficient triple-double, 25 points, 14 rebounds, 14 assists, and one steal. Not to mention he was 8 of 15 from the field for 53%, 9-11 from the free throw line for 82%, which gives him a true shooting percentage of 63%. That is elite. And best of all, he only had three turnovers in this game. And he hit the clutch jumper to seal the game. They also did it off the backs of Bradley Beal, who returned for 34 points. Welcome back to the West Wolf Podcast. I'm your host, J.D. Jackson. As always, you can find me on Twitter, Russell Westbrook gets the chip at Always and Forever Art, and on YouTube at J-Rock Soccer and Basketball Sessions. Let's get it. Guys, first of all, I do want to let everyone know that, you know, I've had a few things going on. Uh, my family life, and I know I have not gotten a podcast out after every single game, uh, but I'm hoping to get back to that. I just had a few things going on with the house and with my family. Uh, you guys know soccer started, and I coach soccer as well for my son, so uh, just been busy. I uh, had a few things going on outside of the soccer, and uh, but I'm going to try to get back to it, make sure I give you guys a post-game podcast the morning after each and every basketball game. So I appreciate you guys' patience, and thank you guys so much for listening to the West Wolf Podcast. Now, let's start with this game. Russell Westbrook, an efficient triple-double. Puts up a jump shot with about 30 seconds left to help seal the game. Makes a lob to Daniel Gafford, a crucial moment with about a minute 20 left in the game. Russell Westbrook was efficient. Russell Westbrook was calculated. Russell Westbrook was Russell Westbrook. 25 points, 14 rebounds, 14 assists, and a steal. Only three turnovers. 9 of 11 from the free throw line. Russell Westbrook is back. Guys, he had a true shooting percentage of 63% in this game. That is outstanding. I just can't say enough about him. This guy is a log call of famer. He's one of the best to ever do it. He's shattering records. And guys, he put a 25, 14, and 14 in the steal yesterday. And I didn't think Russell Westbrook sweat. <laughs> I don't think he sweat. Just a casual 25, 14, and 14 in Russell Westbrook land. But he was great. Very proud of him. Happy about the clutch jumper and things like that. I just, Russell Westbrook is just amazing, man. He's just amazing. Bradley Beal returned. He played 37 minutes, 14 of 31 from the field, 2 of 5 from 3. Um, he had 34 points on the night, 5 assists, uh, 3 rebounds, and a steal as well. Uh, Alex Lynn didn't do a, a, lot, a whole lot of anything. Denny Avdia, it was not his night. I do want to give Scott Brooks credit. I know it was probably helped by Denny being, being in foul trouble, but Denny Avdia... He was not having a good night, and Scott Brooks only played him 10 minutes. So I have to give him credit for that. Was it just his foul trouble? Maybe. But I want to be fair. He recognized it was not the night for Denny Abdia, and he did not play him 25 minutes. Roy was also not having a good night. Uh, he was three, 2 of 7 from the field, 0 of 1 from 3, 6 rebounds, 1 assist, 1 steal. I uh, got 4 points on the night. Um... 
he didn't have a great night either. Rui and Denny made a lot of mental mistakes throughout the game, but that's just them being young. Um, they didn't have a good night tonight. That happens when you're a young player. Uh, that happens to any player. Um, I think they'll be okay, uh, but they, they both struggled uh, in this one. Davis Bertos, 3 of 7 from 3, 4 rebounds and an assist, a block and a steal. He had 10 points. Uh, Bertons, I was I was happy because of his defense. I'm not saying he was great on defense, guys. He wasn't. But there are times when Bertons is on the floor. And I wonder, is he worth having on the floor because he's so bad defensively? Teams attack Bertons on purpose. And sometimes he gives up so many points. Unless he's making his threes at like a 45% clip, I think, is he worth having on the floor? Uh, and this one he was because he wasn't that bad on defense. Uh, and and he, he hit three or seven of his threes. Um, so I'm, I'm happy about it. Uh, it's defense, he hit his threes. So I'm not complaining about it. But I do go through those times sometimes in games where I wonder if having him on the floor is worth it. If he's giving up so many points on defense and isn't hitting it on a high clip on the offensive end. That wasn't the case in this one. Uh, very happy with Bertans' play for this one. Uh, Garrison Mathis played 10 minutes. He didn't do a whole lot of anything. He got fouled on a three, hit his three free throws. But as always, you know, he's a hustle guy. But he didn't do much in this one. The young guys really struggled in this one. Um, but the Jazz, they're a good veteran team. So I, maybe they have something to do with it. Bonga is who I want to talk about. Isak Bunga, he only played nine minutes. and He was two or three from the field. But guys, I don't even care that he had five points. He also had a block and a steal. Bunga's defense was amazing. I said in the... Second quarter, Bunga played great minutes. I want to see if he gets any minutes in the second half. I was curious. Bunga should have been in the game in the fourth quarter way earlier than what he was. He got in there, but not for as long as he should have been in there. And the reason he should have been in there is he was far and away the best defender on Bagdanovich. Guys, Bagdanovich was 10 of 18 from the field, 6 of 10 from 3. And he had 33 points. Bunga was the best defender on him. By far. It wasn't even close. He made it tough for him. That's why he should have been in that game in the fourth quarter. Denny struggled. Matthew struggled. Brewery struggled. I think Isak Bunga should have been on one of those wings in the fourth quarter. To try and make it tough for McDonough. Look, we pulled out the game 125-121. But that's something I just wish he played more. I gave Scott Brooks credit for not playing Denny. Now I'm getting on him. Isaac Bonga probably should have been in that game. Uh, but Bonga was great. And his stuff doesn't always show up on the stat line. But if you watch him play, he had a good night. Robin Lopez, the hook shot king, uh, five of five from the field. They were probably all hook shots. So, you know, he <laughs> he had 10 points, uh, two rebounds, and an assist. You guys know what it is. He gets that hook shot up, uh, it's going in. So, good night for Robin Lopez. Gafford is another guy I want to talk about. Six of eight from the field, three of four from the free throw line. He had 15 points. Here's the thing about Gafford. That's great. He scored 15 points. That's awesome. Guys, what I like about Gafford is his motor. And then the second thing I like about Gafford is, is that he alters shots at the rim. So even if he isn't blocking shots, he's altering shots at the rim, and that matters for the Washington Wizards. 
And then the third thing is he gives them a lob threat. Guys, I don't know who needs to hear this, but Daniel Gafford is the new Steven Adams. That's who he is. Steven Adams has more power and strength. Gafford has more hops and speed. But he is the new Steven Adams. Russell Westbrook finally has another center that is a lob threat. He comes off that screen. He patrols. He gets the defense to bite just enough, and he throws that lob to Daniel Gafford, and it is a beautiful thing. Bradley Beal also enjoys throwing the lobs to um, Daniel Gafford. Um, Bradley Beal, I think, can get better at throwing lobs. Gafford is about to kill himself trying to make sure he finishes Bradley Beal's lobs. But nonetheless, they're finishing them. Great job, Bradley Beal. Great job, Daniel Gafford. Uh, But, uh, yeah, guys. Now, I know that Gafford doesn't set the screen Steven Adams does. So I'm not saying the same, but he's the new Steven Adams. That's one way Gafford can better get wider and get better at setting those screens for Russell Westbrook up top. That'll free up some more open Westbrook jumpers and, and drives to the lane. But nonetheless, he is the new Steven Adams. Very proud of Daniel Gafford. Ish Smith, 4-7 from the field. Uh, he had nine points. He actually hit a three in this one, I believe. I was very surprised. He hit a couple of jumpers, so he was good. Neto was two of two. He had seven points, uh, two assists. Uh, Ishmith also had two assists. So it was a complete effort, guys. They all, they did great, of course. You know, Bradley Bill and Russell Westbrook, um, they combined for 59 points because, you know, that's just what they do. Uh, I feel like every time the Wizards win a game, they combine for at least 60. I mean, 59, close enough. Um, but, guys, this is a great game by the Washington Wizards. They are now only two games, I think two games out of the play-in position. Um, if you're one of those people that, you know, that, that are worried about the play-in, uh, they are, yep, they're two games out of the play-in spot uh, with Chicago Bulls. So we'll see what happens, guys. We will see what happens. Uh, very proud of this team. First Utah Jazz, they've taken care of the Utah Jazz twice. Uh, so, I don't know. What does that mean, guys? Now, the Utah Jazz didn't have Mike Conley. Uh, that matters. Um, yeah, he was injured, uh, and I think they had a couple players on their bench. Um, Jordan Clarkson, I think, was one another player that they, they didn't have suit up for the night. So, those things matter. Um, but, hey, they beat the number one team in the West twice this season. That is a fact. But guys, thank you guys so much for listening to the West Wolf Podcast. Next up, we have the Sacramento Kings on Wednesday, 9 Central, 8 Eastern. 9 Central, 10 Eastern. I don't know why I went backwards. I will see you guys then. This is where I'll break things. Thank you guys so much for listening to the West Wolf Podcast. Please, please hit that subscribe button. I'm on all the major podcast platforms, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Radio Public, and much, much more. So hit that subscribe button so you can get a post-game pod after every single Wizards game. If you like videos, analysis, please go follow my YouTube channel, J-Rock Soccer and Basketball Sessions. I appreciate you guys so much for listening to the West Wolf Podcast. I'm your host, J.D. Jackson. As always, you can find me on Twitter, Russell Westwood Gets the Chip, at Always and Forever Art, and on YouTube, at J-Rock Soccer and Basketball Sessions. See you guys Wednesday versus the Sacramento Kings. And as always, until next time, peace.